I'd like to introduce tonight the practice of metta and how we'll be working with it is that I'll talk about it for a little bit and then we can practice it some. We'll spend some of our time tonight actually working with the metta practice. The word metta, just to explain that word to those of you who are unfamiliar with it, it's right outside on the building here, but you know it may not mean anything to you, means loving kindness, means all-embracing loving kindness. And it's those qualities of friendliness, of kindness, of love within each one of us that it's pointed to. So it's developing or um, allowing for these feelings manifest themselves within us and to ourselves and to others. It's the kind of love that has nothing to do with um, the love that we have for just those whom we like, you know, those closest to us, our family or our friends. It's really a much wider kind of love than that, inclusive of everybody, of everything, gigantic, you know, measureless more than gigantic, measureless, just quite an enormous, boundless lovingness within the heart. Um, To just point out how important this is in the Buddhist teachings, at one point Ananda, which um, was the Buddha's attendant when the Buddha was alive, said to the Buddha, is loving others and loving ourselves half of the teaching that you teach? Is it half? And the Buddha said, no, sorry, it's whole. It's the whole of the teachings. I teach only love, really. Only the development of love for ourselves and for others. So obviously it has a very high place in the teachings. It's a specific practice. It's not just mushy or sentimental or anything like that. It's a very specific practice, um, a specific technique, although there are a lot of different ways to do it, and I'll I'll introduce one way tonight. Um, But it is a samadhi practice in and of itself, which means it does the same thing as working with the breath does. Larry spoke about that the other night as being an option for working with unifying the mind and with quieting the mind down, taking it away from its usual preoccupations. Out of that concentration, one-pointedness growing, out of the one-pointedness, an enormous amount of joy, of harmony, of um, peacefulness within the heart developing. So in this practice, the object of concentration rather than the breath, although we'll be using the breath also at the same time, um, but the object of concentration is the feeling of love. So we gently, over and over again, are nurturing this feeling of lovingness within us. And then we'll be expanding it out, um, working with someone that we naturally feel a great deal of love for, and then um, out to someone that we may feel a little neutral towards, and then the big test, (laughs) 
someone that we don't feel at all neutral towards. In fact, we feel quite antagonistic towards. It's called enemy, which is really a good word. You know, it really kind of brings it home, an enemy. We don't think we have any enemies, but, you know, just to think of someone that you have a hard time with. And then expanding it out even more to the whole world, to everyone, to everyone in this room, to everyone on this planet. You know, as big as we can get about it. So that's the actual form that we'll be using. It has to do with seeing with kindness. You know, we've been talking this whole time about seeing, about awareness, about opening. It means seeing that is colored with kindness. Oftentimes our seeing is colored with self-judgment or, or colored with condemnation. We're seeing, we're really sincerely attempting to see, and there's this kind of dark coloration over it, you know, this uh, yellowish brown color over the whole thing of unacceptance. And so this is seeing, it's the same thing, but it's seeing that is, uh, has an edge on it, um, a very, very soft edge of lovingness, of kindness. And that's what we're going to bring to everything in our experience, to every thought, to every feeling, to every bit of ourselves, to every person. You know, we have to start with ourselves and then expand out and be, bring this kind of seeing through the eyes of kindness to everything, absolutely everything. When I said the world, I didn't mean the world meaning um, only people or anything like that, but the world meaning every single part of our experience. The world including people, but also including our thoughts and including the feelings that we don't want to have and including the sensations in the body that we don't like. Metta practice means being with the whole thing with love, with tenderness. We've been talking this whole week a lot about um, being with the breath and different ways of being with the breath and how when you are with this or that, the breath changes. Um, different emotions or different thoughts make the breath change, and we can notice that. And the more sensitive we get, um, the more easily we can notice the breath changing according to our reaction to certain situations or according to different feelings or moods within us. The Buddha said that um, loving kindness is a way to, is a cause for breathing easily. It automatically helps us to breathe easily, you know? To let go of that tension, to let go of that tightness that is there when there's aggression, that is there when there's jealousy and rage, but just to allow the breath to be free and easy. So as we do this practice, that's the idea, to really relax into it and to allow the breath to just be easy and free, encouraging this in ourselves. And this is the outcome of it also. We'll be working with it, but also the outcome of a loving mind is that the breath becomes free, becomes easy, becomes gentle. 
There are a number of ways to use this practice. I'd just like to mention a few before we do it. Um, one way is just to use it at the beginning of each sitting, just a few moments of working with loving thoughts. Sometimes it can just move into the rest of the sitting in a very easy way so that the rest of the sitting is a little quieter and a little bit easier, a little less harsh. So that's one way to use it. It's just maybe a few thoughts or five minutes of it, of um, nurturing the loving kindness thoughts within oneself, the feeling within one's heart. It can also be done as a samadhi practice for an extended period of time. Several people from this center, from IMS, have gone to Burma and um, have practiced just metta for two or three months at a time. That kind of thing. Actually, some people have done it here now, too. But have just done this practice, period, for that amount of time, just taking it on as a practice. So you can use it as a way of practicing just this and just to do it the whole time, every single sitting, every single walking, you know, in whatever, bringing it into whatever else one is doing. It can also be used when there is a lot of anger in the mind towards one individual, um, or not even towards one individual, just if you feel a lot of anger in your mind, you can use it at specific periods in your life you know, specific periods where there is a lot of anger arising. Or if you do have a lot of difficulty with one particular person, and that one particular person happens to be a very important person to you, you know, like your mother, (laughs) then sometimes it's helpful to use it then. Because sometimes these things are so strong that one can't see. You know, one begins to see, to look, and one just gets overwhelmed by it. And so one has the sincere desire to look, to see, to be with these things, but it's not effective because we just continually are getting swamped by it, overwhelmed by it. So one way to just um, even out the emotions a bit, the, the strong emotion of anger, which is, you know, quite potent, is to use the metta practice at times see if you can even it out a bit, calm the mind down a bit, and then to go back to the singing and to directly look at the anger itself. Because using the metta practice is, um, is like what we were talking about before with mowing down the grass. It doesn't uproot the um, grass of anger, but it does mow it down. So it calms the mind down enough so that it's possible to really work constructively with that energy of anger, without it just totally overwhelming us this time, which is not real creative or constructive, you know, if it's happening over and over again. It softens the mind. It makes the mind more receptive, more open. It also strengthens the mind, as any samadhi practice does. It makes the mind stronger, so that the seeing is more effective so that the seeing is more powerful, more penetrating, when we work with it. Another way to use this practice is in a kind of a loose way in one's daily life. 
um, you know, on the subway or on the bus or walking down the street. Just sending these feelings out towards other people. Um, it makes one feel quite light and spacious to do that. You can notice when you walk down the street that we have reactions all the time. We have no idea what's going on. You know, we have no idea. Someone could be radiating tons of love at us and we could be having a reaction thinking that they're, you know, really hateful or whatever. These reactions come up really quickly, too. And the more sensitive we become, the more we see our reactions. So, um, to see these very quick reactions occurring and sending loving kindness, you know, as one just walks down the street or is on the subway or on the bus, is um, sometimes a very light, loose way of working with this practice. So why don't we experiment with it? Um, for those of you who have been alternating between sitting on a cushion and sitting on a chair, this is a good time to sit on a chair because you want to be in a comfortable position. I'm not sure if that word is such a great one to use right now, if one can be comfortable, <laughs> but um, as comfortable as possible. And gently allowing the eyes to close, drawing the energy within yourself, collecting the energies, bringing the mind to the area of the heart, the chest area. Bring your mind there. Wherever else you've been watching the breath, bring your mind to this place and watch the breath there. Just very softly, watching it go out, watching it go in. And beginning to draw in loving feelings for yourself. Wishing yourself well. Drawing in warmth. Allowing this warmth to soften this area, to melt this area. Not with a whole lot of effort. Very, very relaxed. 
very, very gentle and soft. Just letting it come in and breathing it out. If you'd like to use a phrase, it might be helpful to say something like, breathing in love to myself, breathing out love to myself. Just breathing in love and breathing out love. Allowing the warmth of these loving feelings to melt the heart, to dissolve the barriers, the protective barriers. what kind of sensations are there in this area, what this area feels like. Notice if it's hard, notice if there's any particular temperature, just notice. It shouldn't be any particular way. Whatever occurs in the mind, whatever thoughts or feelings occur, directing this loving kindness to it all. Sympathy for our own confusion, understanding (coughs) for our own chaos. The willingness to be with it all. simple, very spacious, using the phrases if they're helpful, 
very soft, very tender, keeping the mind with the feeling, with the phrases. When the mind goes away, sending metta to the mind that's gone away. getting a sense of the power that comes from this softness, from being so soft, from having nothing to hide, from being generous and soft with everything in our experience everything in our life right now, with no exceptions. Attempting to keep the focus on yourself, breathing in love and feelings, breathing out loving feelings.
if you're feeling resistance, knowing that, acknowledging that, stopping just for a moment and seeing that, and then softening into it, sending metta to the resistance too. Now on the in-breath, keeping the attention in the area of the chest, and thinking of someone whom you feel a lot of affection for, someone that you care for a lot, someone real simple. You know, sometimes we have a lot of love for someone, but it's complicated. Choose someone with whom there's a very simple kind of relationship. Sometimes an older person is good. Sometimes a little child is good. Can even be an animal. Doesn't really matter. It's just something, someone, some being that evokes a spontaneous feeling of affection in the heart. Someone you don't have to work so hard with to feel love for. Sometimes someone that you respect or admire is helpful to choose. So breathing in, love for yourself on the inhalation. On the exhalation, breathing out love to this person. Breathing that feeling of loving-kindness right out to that person. Keep the mind concentrated, relaxed and at ease, and concentrated, one-pointed, at the same time. Thank you.
I breathe in love to myself. I breathe out love to whomever this person is. Breathing in, tender, kind feelings for yourself. Breathing out those same tender and kind wishes for someone else. Very carefully, don't let it get mechanical or just saying the phrases by rote. sensitive, staying in the moment with each phrase. Gently letting this person go, continuing to breathe in these feelings for yourself, and choose someone with whom you're having trouble, someone with whom there is a conflict.
And very softly, very gently, not pushing, not trying to make yourself feel a certain way, just on the inhalation, breathing in tenderness, kindness, loving feelings for yourself, and on the exhalation, gently breathing out loving feelings for another person with whom you're having problems. Choose one person in your life. This is where the stretching comes in. When we're having conflict with another person, the natural response is anger, is antagonism. So we're recognizing, we're acknowledging this response without trying to get rid of the response either. Allowing for the response to be there. And we're gently stretching against our limitations by sending this person loving feelings anyway. Very softly, very gently. If you feel a lot of resistance, just stop and acknowledge the anger itself or whatever is there. Liberate the fury if it's there and just pay attention to it. Just be with it. This is only if it's very strong. And then return to the phrases. Very softly, very gently. No blame. No guilt. Just gently stretching. By doing something that is unusual. It's not what we usually do. possible to make a cycle out of this, inhaling loving feelings of concern for oneself, exhaling loving feelings of concern for this other person, if there is a reaction to that, on the inhale, forgiving yourself for the reaction, making room for the reaction.
sending love to yourself even though there's this reaction. Staying in the moment, one phrase at a time. And now gently letting this person go. Continuing on the inhalation to breathe in thoughts of concern, loving kindness for yourself. On the exhalation, let it radiate out to the whole world, to all beings everywhere. Allowing your experience of confusion inside to be a stepping stone to understanding the confusion in the world.
So rather than condemning, rather than reacting, using our own experience to understand others. relaxation. May all beings be happy. May all beings be peaceful. May all beings be free. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.